Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. What I take for granted is what someone else is praying for. Let me tell you a story. November 19th, 2018. I had a member of my club come in to cancel her membership. I was surprised because I knew how much she loved it, and my instinct told me that I was not getting the full story. I could see the pain in her face. I asked with genuine care, maybe took a few times, and boom, the truth. Crystal told me she had been diagnosed with chronic myeloid leukemia a week and a half earlier. She had her mind set on battling this alone, but my heart was filled with a deep sense of purpose. I knew I could not let her quit. We had a team and a group of members that could lift her up and show her that we would be in her corner as she fought. I knew instantly in that moment that God was telling me I needed to do anything to help Crystal win her fight. The pain and the grind, the journey following that moment is one that most would describe as a nightmare. I'll share a glimpse. Just one month after telling me, Crystal got very sick. She was hospitalized with an enlarged spleen and her cancer had already progressed to the second phase, phase two, the accelerated phase. One month following in January 2019, she began radiation. Her first small victory came in February 2019 after she completed radiation and her spleen shrunk. Only to find out one month following in March of 2019 that her cancer had progressed to the third phase of three, the blast phase. This is bad news. She thought she was going to die and doctors would give her three months or less to live. They didn't tell her that until after she started beating the odds. There's a saying that goes, if you're going through hell, keep going. March 2019 through October 2019, she went through three different types of chemotherapy with multiple different regimens and her body was not responding, but she was still beating the odds. At this time, she, was, she also had to prepare herself to stop treatment and live out the remaining time she had, but instead she chose a different option. How many of us give up on our dreams right before a breakthrough? Are we willing to grind through the toughest storms in life to achieve our goals or to fulfill our purpose? If I'm being honest, you have to be willing to battle and push through a hurricane. Crystal was in the middle of a hurricane with 17 rounds of chemo. And after each time, the cancer did not get better. This forces a choice. Do we want to live the rest of our life and enjoy the time we have left or go through one of the most intense and aggressive treatments? Now it's 14 consecutive days of chemo with just two weeks off in between. How many rounds would we be willing to go through before we quit when the odds were completely stacked against us? Would we be willing to go through the extreme pain, making our body hard to move at times? Most of us want to say yes but it's hard to know. Round 18, no progress. Round 19, no progress. November 13th, 2019, almost a year exactly from the time she came in to quit, 
after 20 rounds of chemo, progress, a breakthrough. There's a saying that goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Now, you didn't ask me directly, but you did ask with your body language, and I'm thankful I saw it. Crystal, what would have happened if you had tried to fight this battle alone? Honestly, I probably would have died or just been extremely miserable. My diagnosis made me feel weak, and when I feel weak, I isolate. So things were going downhill fast. I was hardly eating. I wasn't working out. I was basically just working and sleeping. So I was losing myself and progressively getting sicker at the same time. So when I came in to title, I really had no intentions of telling you about my cancer. But for whatever reason, I was able to trust you and open up. And it was like the biggest weight lifted off my shoulders. And I think it was at that time where I finally accepted that I had cancer and it was time to fight the battle and not just fight, but fight to win. So I'll forever be grateful for that conversation we had. And, I, and here's the thing. I mean, I know you're grateful, but I'm just as grateful because, I mean, in that moment, you know, as I, I saw you like in pain, but you, you swallowed a ton of pride there and realized that there was a big ass mountain to climb and going alone was honestly probably a death sentence if you isolated yourself completely. And so I'm so thankful that you were just willing to accept it and that I didn't have an off day, like that I actually saw it and cared enough to ask. But if I was, you know, focused on something else or focused on, on the stresses of life, I just wouldn't have had that opportunity because I know you weren't planning on telling me, but I, I, one thing that you've shared with me before is it wasn't, it was, it was almost like the reaction I had was different than what you, why you didn't want to tell anybody. Cause that was the first time you had told anybody. Right? It was. Yeah. And your reaction was absolutely perfect. I think my biggest fear was upsetting others, crying, excessive sympathy. And you just responded with like an athlete's mentality. <laughs> you were just like, no, we got this. And you just got, you just kind of instilled the confidence in me and said that we'll fight this battle together. And I was just like, you pumped me up. And I think that's exactly what I needed at that moment. But in that journey, you got knocked down so many times, like so many times. Just speak to that for a second, because I don't, I don't like I said something like if you're going through hell, keep going. And that saying's been along for a while, for a, a long for a, a long time. But I mean, you you went through some tough, tough times in there. I did. There's there's been so many times where the pain has just been so unbearable. I, I literally can't move. I can't walk sometimes. And I'm, I'm not a person that will talk on that. A lot, and so in those times where I feel at my uh, my sickest and my weakest is when I do isolate, mm-hmm. and so I'm alone, feeling absolutely terrible, and I really, I really don't know how I pulled through. I think there's a lot of times I reached out to others like you mm-hmm. that told me the truth and told me things that I needed to hear, um, a newfound faith has really been beneficial Mm -hmm. in this battle. Um, 
but it's definitely been the darkest, hardest time in my life for sure. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, the, there's even times like this summer where I was so sick that I thought, I thought this was it. Like my mind was going to death. I, I really thought like I didn't have many days to go. And I think part of that was I was really sick, but also I was just so scared and fear just kind of took over. So there's only a handful of people that are listening that can relate to living each day with the reality of you're literally fighting for your life. So this, you know, a part of this podcast is about shifting your perspective. So what would you say to those that maybe lack perspective in seeing the good or the value in each day? I'd say don't wait for a diagnosis or some major life event to change your perspective. Mm. We only have one life on earth and it can be taken away in an instant. And it really is a blessing to wake up with the freedom to do whatever we want in 24 hours. So make those hours count. Don't count the days, make the days count. Right, yeah. I love it. I love it. So there's a saying that I, be- I, I believe in is how far you can go really means how far you can grow. And you have a constant drive to improve and learn. I mean, even in this whole process, you're going to grad school, you're boxing two to three days a week. Uh, you just have this relentless effort that you put in. Even when you get knocked down, you just keep getting back up and you keep learning and you keep growing. Where does that come from? How do you do it? I think it's from childhood. Um, I really loved playing pretty much all sports and my drive wasn't really based off of beating others or winning championships. Some of it definitely was, but what I loved was being the best I could be in whatever sport I was playing at the time. So most of my childhood was spent training and practicing and learning new skills on my own for hours and hours in my driveway or in my garage. And I loved it. I loved the process. And so I think that drive just translated to my everyday life as an adult. And I've just completely fallen in love with becoming the best version of myself. There really is no better joy than striving to be better than the person I was yesterday. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we talk about that too, is in a world of comparison, you're able to shift the perspective of the real battle. And that is being better than the person we were the day before. So where does, I mean, speak to that for a second, because in a comparison world, we've all been guilty of it. But really, the only person we should try to be better than is that person we were the day before. Where does, where does that come from? I honestly think it's just something I've had like innate in me. Like I just love bettering myself. I love. I don't really look to others for validation, or I've just always kind of like had this mentality that. I can be the best. I can be whatever I want to be in this world. And it's just something I've always had. And it's Mm -hmm. something I've used to my advantage. Absolutely. I love it. So what would you say to that person that's going through a dark place right now and they're having a hard time pulling through their, their own tough storm in life? Well, I think what I believe is that we all possess the power within ourselves to get ourselves out of a dark place. And I think there's times where we just get so lost and we lose our strength to really see clearly. And I've definitely experienced that, but I've learned that what we can do is surround ourselves with the people who build up our strength and remind us of who we really are. 
And so I know that when I've been in a dark place, it's been my choice to pull myself out. But it wasn't until either I reached out or the people who inspire me and bring out the best in me reached out and helped me do that. For sure. For sure. And we, I mean, we talk about this, but people that tell you what you need to hear versus people who tell you what you want to hear. How do, I mean, how did that change in this process of you going through such a battle what did that do to, you know, the relationships for those that were closest to you, maybe pre-cancer to, you know, going through really fighting for your life? I just kind of realized that I did have a lot of friends, but a lot of the the relationship aspect of it was kind of superficial. People were telling me what I wanted to hear, and there wasn't a lot of people in my life that told me what I needed to hear. And so conversations I'd have just left me feeling uninspired and unmotivated. And honestly, you were one of the first friends in my life that was able to tell me the things I needed to hear. And every time we have a conversation, I feel inspired and motivated. And I feel like my true authentic self, like in our friendship. And I think there's a lot of times this summer, especially when I've been in such a dark place that if it wasn't for you reaching out or me reaching out to you, that I would have been so lost and stuck in a dark place. But that's hard though. Cause we don't always, I mean, I'm like you though. Like I, I love surrounding my, myself with people that tell me what I need to hear, but sometimes our pride, pride gets in the way. Sometimes we don't actually, I mean, we need to hear it, but we don't want to hear that. And, and I know that sometimes you were, expecting me to respond maybe differently and it there was I guess I don't want to say tough love but like genuine care to make sure that you had the right mentality was is that how is that a fair assessment yeah yeah for sure and there's there's times where I'd be like you'd tell me something I'd be like hey you have like in my mind I'd be like you have absolutely no idea what I'm going through how can you even like talk like that and I'd be like somewhat irritated but then it'd take like a few hours even maybe like a day and I'd be like wait like that's exactly what I needed to hear otherwise I'd be stuck in this dark place and I wouldn't be making any progress yeah and and I think it's I mean there's a fine line there and and I and I don't want to say that I was I, I one thing that I always try to do and, and you're good at this too but it's like you don't want to be I'm not I'm never never going to be negative but at the same time I think sharing positivity in the right way, but then belief, like speaking really belief into somebody of like, you know, sometimes you're, you're feeling sorry for yourself and you need to get out of there and you always got to bring light to darkness. Right. And there were some, some dark times, but yeah. Like I just remember one time I came into title with a terrible mentality. I had a terrible attitude and it was just like, you said something like, it was something like, don't be a sheep. And like, <laughs> and like in that moment, like I could have reacted like Ben, like, well, screw you. But then I, I, I laughed and it like brought, like brought out like a authentic smile. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to be a sheep. And like, I think about that often. Like, I don't want to well, be a sheep. For anyone that doesn't know, like Crystal loves lions. And so I use the sheep because she was not being a lion in that moment. Right. Right. Like, 
after like a setback, like you have to like the strongest comeback right after that setback. Cause you had a setback. You did come in that I remember that day distinctly because <laughs> you were and and I think for anyone listening, I think that's so important. It's like it's not like we don't all have bad moments, right? Like we all have weak moments. And I think who you surround yourself with, we are the average of our five closest friends. And I'm I'm thankful, you know, over this year and a half that you know, we're in our, our, our five closest friends circle. Like you push me to be better because I can't just tell you something and then not live that out myself. Right. Like, and, and vice versa, you would call me out in a second if I didn't teach a good class or if I wasn't on my A game or you're like, "Mm, that workout was just okay today. Thankfully you don't tell me that often, but (laughs) like, I mean, I'm trying to bring it, but you would, you would be the first to tell me. And that's, I think there's value in, in seeking out those type of relationships in life. For sure. For sure. So if you could share a message with those listening to live with more purpose, to shift their perspective to what really matters, what would you say to them? I'd say when it's time to look back on your life, do you want to look back on negativity, missed opportunities, regrets, excuses? No. So wake up and choose to make it a great day. Find joy in the little things. Find gratitude. When adversity hits, choose to fight. And the most important thing is find the people and the things that bring you the most joy and never let them go. Love it. Love it. Uh, uh, attitude of gratitude. I, li- I mean, I love that you said gratitude there because gratitude to me is such a key part of, of having the right. If it, I said, <laughs> there's one time uh, where you, you were almost being hateful <laughs> and, and, and like in that grind and you were going through hell. So I get mm-hmm. it. And I was like, you can't. You can't be hateful when you're grateful. And like you, it sounds so corny, but it worked in that in that moment of gratitude, of being grateful uh, in that moment. Would you say that worked? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's just like a big thing to find gratitude in just like the little things all throughout the day. There's so many things that you can look to to be grateful for. And I think a lot of times too, like realizing that everyone is going through some sort of battle and for me I'm just so grateful for the mentality and the people that I've found throughout my battle mm-hmm. um that has helped me and growing in your through. faith too I think has been huge that's definitely been a huge aspect and something I I'm forever grateful that you encouraged me to do as well yeah, yeah that's a huge aspect so share with people we just talk about purpose you know you have had a year and a half you, you know, like people say, oh, I've had a day, I've had a, I've had one hell of a week or, oh, it's been a rough start to the year and they're two months in. You've had a year and a half, right, of, of grind and just share, I mean, with all of these things, a couple key lessons you've learned and then share people with what you feel like your purpose is moving forward because you still have so much to, to live for and so much you want to do. And I think that'd be inspiring for the listeners just to hear what are you like? What things do you really shift on? And and second part of the question: What is your purpose? Um, I think, I mean, cancer has been the biggest battle of my life for sure. But growing up, childhood, I had a lot of battles and a lot of perseverance throughout those battles, and I've always rec- been able to recognize that and been able to thrive off my ability to persevere through tough times. And I think cancer kind of really helped me 
recognize my purpose and really take ownership of it. And I think my purpose is to use those experiences to help others and help other people find that power within themselves to make a change and pull through tough times. I love it. I love it. I hope I hope all everyone listening can just uh, take so many good things out of this. Um, Crystal's a true inspiration. She's a fighter. Uh, she she just doesn't quit and. And I think we can all learn from having that type of mentality. So uh, like, a, like a true fighter, let's, let's leave you with a, a Rocky Balboa quote uh, to, to close things out here. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it is not how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But, if you ha- you, but you have to be willing to take the hit and not point fingers saying you are not where you are because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that is not you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Until next time, see ya.